Stevens here once again with Rob Sonorani. Hey, Bob. Hey, Kevin. Um, I want to make it known, if it's not already known, after a few seconds, I'm playing a little hurt. Sound like uh, I'm in need of some chicken soup or some such. In this business, you have to know the difference between pain and injury. Indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, um, you may, <clears throat> excuse me, you may be the one carrying the ball this week. So what do you want to talk about first? Um, you know, I watched both of those uh, NFL uh, championship games over the weekend. And replay uh, was a big topic. Um, and just say it, I, I want to get rid of all of it in all sports. I don't turn on games on television to watch people in striped shirts staring into monitors. And that's every sport, every time you, you watch a basketball game in the last two minutes, and it's just guys staring into monitors. Whose hand did it go off? You know, whose ball is it? And I, stop it. <laughs> I just want to watch ball. I want to watch the players play. I don't want to watch officials. I I mean, I, I don't think I've any, ever heard anybody say, you know, afterwards, hey, what did you think of that booth review in the third quarter? I mean, nobody says that. Let's just go back to – Letting the officials decide it, you're going to get some calls. Some calls are going to go against you, and leave it at that. You know what I thought? And, and the PJ Tour, correct me if I'm wrong, has largely mopped this up, but the whole notion about, you know, Billy sitting in front of his TV in Idaho calls in and suggests, you know, an infraction on so-and-so. Well, number one, a lot of times Billy doesn't know. Um, number two, it's just flat unfair because we all know a certain percentage of the players uh, outside of, say, the top two or three on the board, a certain percentage of players dominate the airtime and thus are more susceptible to being whacked with an infraction that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm with you. I, I don't want to um, – I think, personally, I think some of these officials love it. Mm-hmm. They're getting some serious airtime. Oh, gosh. And – you know, there are bad officials. I mean, wh- wh- was it Angel Hernandez in the Whoa. World Series last year where in, in one of the games, you know, he had three close calls early and he missed all three of them? But you, you don't live with it, I guess. I mean, I remember back in the neighborhood playing ball, you know, eons ago. If there was a close call, we'd say, you take this one, we get the next one. I mean, it was easy and that's how it worked. I mean, if there could be some common sense solution like that, like uh, you get the next one rule, I'd be in favor of that, or we get the next one rule. But it's, I, I can't stand it. I don't watch games to, to see officials staring at monitors. It's not interesting to me. How about this for the Super Bowl? I just saw today some prop bets that are out there. Um, How many times will Ted Rath be mentioned in the broadcast? You say, who? Uh, How many times 
How many replays will be shown of Ted Rath holding Sean McVay back during the game? Ted is the strength coach. Um, will Mark Wahlberg attend the game and leave early? Yes, plus five, 550, no, minus 1,000. First, who would notice, but who would care? <laughs> Uh, a couple others have caught me. One, one especially. Um, how many times will the broadcast mention Sean McVay's age over under his one and a half? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going over, by the way. Mm. But just, uh, the, and people will bet this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we used to have some interesting ones back in the day uh, for fantasy drafts and such or you know, how long is the national anthem and, you know, does... How many times will so-and-so's wife be shown on TV? <laughs> uh, first first team to have a player, uh, have excuse me, have the trainer come onto the field. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It, uh, well, it's got... Um, Sun announcement the other day. Uh, Casey Donovan from Owego announced that... Uh, She'll be attending Penn State for uh, basketball. And it sort of got me thinking about the quality of girls' basketball we've seen in this area over the last handful of years. So I I wrote down this list, and I'm not saying it's complete, and I apologize (laughs) if I leave anybody out, but this is just a list of, of kids either playing basketball on scholarship or have announced that they intend to play basketball on on scholarship. Here's what I got. Uh, Harpersville grad Miranda Drummond, she's having another good year at Syracuse. Seton Catholic Central's Lexi Levy, George Washington, SCC's Hannah Strawn, Siena. Binghamton graduate Jody Marie Ramil, Iona, Bingham and her two sisters, Olivia Ramil and Annie Ramil, are both at Binghamton University. Have Vestal graduate Alani Gallagher at St. Leo, Norwich graduate Megan Commanderic at Mercyhurst, Susquehanna Valley's Aaron Nolan at Bentley, Elmira's Zaria Thomas at St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, and this is going into to next year. SV's Trinasia Kennedy, Marist, SV's Maeve Donnelly, UMass. UE's Lexi Brooks, St. Bonaventure, Emmy's Ashlyn McKnight, Roberts Wesleyan, SCC's Julia Howard, Sienna, SCC's Marina Merkel, Damon, uh, Elmira's Kiera Fisher it has announced SU. Uh, her teammates, Zaria Demember, Shazier, and Morgan Gentile have both received interest. Uh, Horseheads, Jillian Casey, Quinnipiac. It's 21 kids. 21 kids from Section 4, and again, I, I could have missed one. I overlooked somebody, but that's a lot. That's a lot of kids playing on scholarship from this area. I, Might be a few more than the guys, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, you wonder the, why the discrepancy. What, what are we doing in girls' basketball that we're not doing in guys' basketball? Figure mm-hmm. <clears throat> in twenty-one names. That's uh, you know four teams and a, a sixth man of nothing but D one and D two 
who are either there playing or have committed to play. It's impressive list. Sounds like they might be putting in some work. Yeah, exactly. And it shows, too. I mean, we've seen some great girls basketball in this area over the past, you know, few seasons. I mean, what uh, Seton, SV, uh, Delhi, uh, Watkins Glen, uh, just in the last two years have all won state championships. So it's, it's impressive. Oh, and that's that's when I missed. Uh, well, I won't get into it because I'm drawing a blank, but I know I've missed at least one. <laughs> it just came to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're gonna. We're, we're gonna hear. It. Um, yeah. Um, you might be able to help me. Watkins Glen played on that state championship team and then transferred to Elmira last year, and. Uh, was one of those uh, Elmira girls, and that for some reason I'm just drawing a blank on it right now. But anyway, mm -hmm. impressive list. Um, you had you had a little bit of wrestling um, under some odd circumstances, correct? One day. Uh, oh God! The uh, yeah, the stack tournament. Um, yeah, they. It's supposed to be a two-day tournament. They. Because of weather on Saturday, they decided to turn it into a, a one-day event, and you know, no Russell backs. It was just you stayed in the winners bracket, and then uh, for the the placing rounds, it was uh, you know the championship round, and then they had third and fourth. Uh, whoever lost in the semifinals got to wrestle, but uh, yeah. Horse or uh, Norwich, uh, impressive. Uh, they got, you know, three kids who are are gonna do good things at the state meet this year. Uh, Dante Geislinger, returning state champ, he he looked good. Mikey Squires, he actually got pushed by uh, Jacob Skybeck at 152 in the final. That was a good final. He needed a. A takedown in overtime to win that one five three, and uh, their two hundred and eighty five pounder Tyler Rice, just a sophomore, he won uh, his second straight uh, stack title. But, uh, and then uh, this weekend for wrestling, we got uh, Tioga, top seed for the Division One or Division Two dual, dual meet tournament, and uh, it, it will have a good chance. And then. Uh, Shenango Forks and Horseheads in the Division One tournament, and Horseheads got in for the second straight year as a wild card. Um, so we'll see. I like it, that venue too, Onondaga, right? It is. Um, yeah. Now I'm not so fond of that climb up the hill uh, when the weather's not so hot, but it's a basketball, wrestling, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's that's a nice venue, and that. You know, kudos for wrestling. I don't always have the nicest things to say about how they run their state tournaments, but last year was their first state dual meet tournament, and that was a good addition. I enjoyed covering that last year. That was a neat atmosphere. The fans were into it. It was, it's good stuff. That that'll be around for a while. And if you're a wrestling fan, it's worth going up for that one. And it's cheaper this year, by the way. 
last year they were hitting people for 12 bucks a pop. Mm. This year, if you purchase tickets early, you could get them for eight, and it's 10 day up. So still, I still think that's a little overpriced, but it's not 12 anymore. So, But they get you elsewhere. Well, not they, the state, but the, the venue itself. Would, would you pay like 550 for a Pepsi? Oh, that that was uh, at the actual individual state tournament. They got me for for oh, okay. five fifty yeah. for for Pepsi. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Twelve ounce. I, like, <laughs> I just looked at the guy. <laughs> really? Okay. You got anything else before my voice runs out altogether? I just wanted to mention one more thing. Uh, Hall of Fame announcements came out uh, yesterday, and. Uh, Ceremony July 21st at the Clark Sports Center in Cooperstown. And uh, I was there in 2007 when Cal Ripken and Tony Gwynn were inducted. And day of, they estimated at 75,000 mm. showed up that day. I've since seen that revised up to 82 or 83,000 that were there that day. And with uh, Mariana Rivera, Roy Halliday, Edgar Martinez, Mike Mussina, Harold Baines, and Lee Smith going in this summer, I'm wondering if that's a, a record-breaking class. If they could get something in that seventy to eighty thousand range. I think the, uh, however many thousands of people will be there, are hoping for seventy to eighty range of temperatures as well because we've both been there when it's just been ridiculous <laughs> hot there's no cover just pouring sweat and some of these guys think they're being paid by the word um and the, you know at the mic and that's just just no when it's six and all the older hall of famers let these guys know beforehand but when there's six i mean it's they'll basically cut it off at like 10 to 12 minutes or they're supposed to mm. and some will will still go yeah these guys are sitting up there in a coat and tie right I yeah mean, no way i i think but you know back in the day yogi was in charge of letting the, the guys know hey let's keep this short a little subtle clear <laughs> of the throat or a like the like the referee giving the, the ten second, <laughs> but uh, that'll be interesting to see how many they get. And uh, following year, Cheater is mm. up, mm. and if he will eclipse, you know, whatever happens this summer, along with two thousand and seven, because I, I think he's going to attract a bundle of people. But, uh, that's all I have, Kevin. Let's call it. <clears throat> excuse me. Let's call it a wrap. Maybe we do it again next week. I admire the fact that you fought through this. Most people would not have done that. <laughs> it's impressive. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs>